You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that's been going on for a year and a week, hosted by us, Ryan Knightsey and Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? You know, I think that is a correct statement, actually. I think you did not lie about this is the only show that has won a year and a week, hosted by us. So you come here for the facts, people. You come <laughs> here for the facts. And uh, you stay for the the um the I, don't know. I might sing later <laughs> that we'll yeah see. you never know especially with a a, a sleepy VP man that is scotty currently i imagine yeah i mean i'm always tired that's true my secret is i'm always tired just like i'm always angry they, you, they, you, they, you, they, you, they might go hand in hand to be fair you say that um, and you turn but... around and put on the gauntlet <laughs> <laughs> actually i'm about to blow up at, like a hulk but that's fine um <laughs> if that happens then we have bigger problems at hand uh, but yeah we're here um i kind of forget what we're talking about because you know this week hasn't been as eventful as others have been but i guess we're in the middle of a g1 so that helps and um vince man, man probably has more fuck money and uh yeah so here we are i mean those parts are all definitely true uh yeah we're uh yeah it's the the late Appreciate august the- I appreciate the content, King. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about Vince McMahon specifically? I appreciate of the course, content. Yes. He's been he, all summer long. He's been giving us content. We appreciate that, short King. I guess uh, he's not short. Uh, yeah, no, it's like that August moment of you're just kind of in the middle of the G one. You're in the middle of uh, you're in the middle of Noah's and one victory. In the middle of the five star Grand Prix, you're just in the middle of a shitload of tournaments. So it's kind of yeah. like, well, you know, what are we gonna, you know? And it's like, you know, like like Stardom. Like we're not gonna talk about Stardom because, you know, even though they have like five nights of the Grand Prix, it's like, you know, there's nothing we can really glean from five nights of a twenty one night event. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, but we are going to talk about Noah's N1 victory. That was the first day of that. There's only a couple days of that, too. So we'll talk about Noah's victory day one. We'll talk about Impact Emergence. They had a Impact Plus show last night that was getting some pretty decent reviews. Uh, and I watched the last couple of matches of that. Uh, prep preview for the G1 Climax finals that are coming up next uh well the final block matches are coming up tuesday but the final finals are happening next thursday um yeah i'll be on vacation <laughs> you'll be on vacation uh we're also gonna be talking about aw quake by the lake as well but of ooh, course, ooh, we got ooh. some news that's a nice one that's there a we, nice one we got some news so scotty uh where are you going i don't think we ever asked where, where are you going for vacation are you going to the I'm, lake are you gonna have a quake by I'm, the lake no i'm not having a quake by the lake i'm going to disney Oh, the Disney yeah. boys. Yeah. The Disney boys are That's where here. Where I'm going. Where are you going to Disney? And maybe I'll never come back. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm going everywhere. You have a one-way ticket to Disney World. Yeah, I have a one-way ticket, and then they're going to just have to keep me. Um, <laughs> because I don't want to come I don't want to come back to work or anything, so. 
But, Sorry, everybody. I'll just bring my laptop and I'll bring my uh, I'll bring my handheld mic. I'll make sure this doesn't die, but everything I else that. does. I hope yeah. I I am hoping so much so that next week you do a Zoom background of you at Epcot in front of the big old ball. <laughs> and then and then and then you like tur- and then you lower the green screen and it's actually live you at Magic Kingdom with the castle behind you. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, I put up a green screen to make you think I was at Epcot while I'm actually <laughs> at Magic Kingdom. What a, um, what a got me. <laughs> you would I would have fucking got him. My brain um, would have exploded. That oh, would man. be pretty awesome. Now I feel like I have to do that. It's almost impossible for me to do that. Yeah. It's nice to think I could. But yeah, I'm excited because I won't be uh I won't be here to work. So. Yes, yes. You enjoy that vacation. Enjoy that vacation. But no one will hear from me um, starting next Saturday. So yeah, you are going to go. Snow and you are going to go Twitter <laughs> silent to avoid spoilers. I'm not going to go. I'm I'm going Twitter silent. I'm going Slack silent. I'm going. I'm going Facebook silent. I'm going anything that somehow someone would say something to me. Looking at you, Alex. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. Discord silent. I, Discord, so, oh yeah, that's getting deleted. Everything is getting deleted until I see what I need to see. Mm-hmm. So, these are the commitments I'm willing to make when I go on vacation. The one time they give me the show that I've been waiting for all year. <sighs> and one victory night three. Uh, that's tomorrow. I'm not worried about that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Fair you. enough. Fair enough. Thank I picked the one then, night where the joke doesn't work. <laughs> and I believe they actually have, oh, they have Kaigo Kiyomiya versus Katsuhiko Nakajima. So yeah, I won't be missing that. Thank That's you. True. That's true. Um, well, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's shout out Jack Morris. Shout out Jack Morris. Let's talk about all the stuff we got to go to. So let's talk with WWE first. Um, you know, last week they brought back Karrion Cross. This week they brought back Dexter Loomis. Top Dollar, B Fab, Ashante, the Adonis. They have all you made their up. returns. You what? had one, you had one, one way to say it. They brought back Hit Row. Hit Row, Hit Row. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead, you go Top Dollar and B Fab and Ashante, the Adonis. I, no, just, no, no, no. I just love Hit Row, Hit Row, Hit Row. I just love Hero. I just love B Fab's name and Ashante the Adonis. There's something hey, shout about out to B Fab because listen, that group died when she was released. That is true. It imploded quite quickly yeah. after that. And then they got released. But uh And then they the funny... did, did some indie stuff. Did some indie stuff. Uh yeah, I saw I saw someone write like, Oh yeah, they were doing great indie work. I was like, they had two matches. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna look up uh, top. I Dollar's looked it up. Top Dollar had two matches since he was released. Three, actually, no, two, because the one I'm looking at is SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, he had two. <laughs> what about yeah. two? Dehuti Miles? Did he have? He also had the same two. And then, do you think B Fab had another match at all? No. Let's see. No. <laughs> no, they wrestled twice on the Indies for. They just waited for the downfall. Of Vince McMahon. I mean, they didn't, they didn't wrestle on SmackDown when they made their debuts. Is that true? Apparently, I think they just showed up. Yeah, they just showed up. Oh no, Top Dollar did. Top because it was Top Dollar and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Remember All that right. was the that yeah, was the tag they, team. Yeah, man. Oh man, they had. They're one calling match. themselves the OG Three, and I think that's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, whoa, whoa what? 
why why do that because that's acknowledging like invertedly acknowledging who is not there yeah the star <laughs> the star's not there well maybe they can include dexter loomis into the group i think i hope not i'm i'm upset that we're including dexter loomis at all just him staring at the screen while B-Fab is dancing. Listen, listen, listen. He's a good character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like, you really had to bring him back? Yeah, so let's talk about that. We're bringing in Karrion Cross, B-Fab, Top Dalla, uh, Dexter Loomis. How are you feeling about these uh, these uh, main roster returns for all these? Uh, not even, um, not even main roster returns, sorry. Some main roster returns, but also Dexter Loomis, a call-up. As well. Yeah, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, all call ups as well. Okay, so those were so, so Triple H knew what he was doing. He's like, okay, we're gonna peak with bringing Dakota Kai hit, back, hit a home run in. first. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, and then we're gonna bring Kerry Cross back. Like, hey, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, former NXT champion, mm-hmm. kind of a threat. We'll forget about the helmet time. We'll forget about that. Sure. Uh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Dexter Lewis comes back. You're like, I, I don't know about that one, King. And then, and then, and then you bring back Hit Row. And I actually think it makes sense. They need tag teams. They need tag teams. I think Top Doll and Ashante the Adonis can be a fine tag team. I think Ashante the Adonis is actually pretty good. Yeah, um, I agree. And I think since they brought B-Fab too, it works mm-hmm. um, enough. It, it It's a, to me, I don't see Top Dalla going on to win singles titles or anything i don't see maybe ashante the adonis if like he gets over or something but i think it's fine if you bring back a tag team uh he's gonna bring back more people in the future so it's just it really is just the beginning like fight for reported yeah i mean speaking of more people from the future i mean at least at, at least i saw that dave Meltzer gave more confirmations to the idea of sasha banks and naomi returning um to wwe giving more uh smoke to that fire of what of that whether or not that is true so you know i assume uh i assume that's all the case i also saw you know sort of brian alvarez uh maybe also hinting at um tyler breeze uh so if we get well, breeze and he already Fandango, works with the he already works with up up down down yeah so, so I, why not why not bring him in fully when he can wrestle, like you said, need tag team, so bring in Fandango as well. Get him off the NWA no, that's circuit. Okay. No, that's okay. Bring no, in JTG. Okay. I was always just a Tyler Breeze guy, anyways. That's true, but yeah, I mean, is there any other people that you can name off the top of your head that you would like to see back? Gargano. I feel like do, um, I feel like well, we had this conversation last week. Gargano, Wyatt, maybe you know, fightful sort of I reported Bre- why it's possible. Listen, I know people are like very out on Bray, and understandably so. Um, his message this past week or whatever was kind of like lame as hell. Um, but I do think that bringing him back makes sense for them, especially mm-hmm. for bringing back the Dexter Loomis's of the world. Like, all right, we'll bring back someone good who's a former world champion. Just don't bring him back as the feed, and you have a solution there. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, obviously. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, that's it. I think that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> then that's all I'm looking for. I would like to bring back Bray Wyatt and put him in Hit Row and make him the new member of Hit Row. I think that would be good. Hit Row, Hit Row, Hit Row, and it's the Bray, and it's just like you know, bobbing his head 
you know, got his his dreadlocks bobbing his head to it. Hit row, you know. All right, my best my best uh, one is don't bring. You don't have to bring back Braun Strowman. Very good, the Titan. You mean? EC3. Yeah, you don't have to bring. He's not even the Titan. He's just Adam Shear now. Let's bring in Adam Shear in EC three. I want to bring in specifically. <laughs> I want to control our narrative. That's what you want to do. That's what Triple H needs to control his narrative. I think we all need to know. Talk about Uh, that. Um, Other news that we have is that Starcast uh, has filed a trademark for Southwest Championship Wrestling on August fifth, twenty twenty-two. Southwest Championship Wrestling was a promotion owned by Joe Blanchard and run out of San Antonio, Texas, from nineteen seventy-eight to nineteen eighty-five. The purpose of the trademark was listed as entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests. Uh, semicolon provide wrestling news and information via global computer network as well as goods and services such as bandanas hats shirts sweatshirts hooded sweatshirts so this comes after thompson teased that the rick flair last match was part of a quote bigger master plan um maybe this is step two of the master plan is you bring back jim crockett now you bring back southwest championship so we'll see what do you think about uh conrad thompson bringing back more territory wrestling um i tweeted yesterday that if we could acknowledge the nwa not existing that'd be a win so the fact that we might bring back more um sounds terrible i don't want it the company that ran or not company but brand that ran rick flair's last tragedy uh that can go away um yeah i don't need that i don't need any of that well, it might it could be better. Uh, in this no, it, no, well, it in in this report, it was stated yeah, that you know, uh, you know what, you're right, you're right. It could be better if we just cancel out the last match. Well, the last match is what I'm alluding to is that uh, Booker T revealed that he was approached by Conrad Thompson about having a match at Starcast next year. So if it is Southwest Championship Wrestling in San Antonio, Texas, Texas, the state where uh, Booker T is from. Uh, he said he was asked about doing a Harlem Heat final tag team match uh, in Texas. So Okay, well, they're like in great shape and don't look like they're about to die, so that's good. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, they're, at least, they're at least younger and in better shape than Ric Flair. So it is, and, you know, maybe who knows who they might go against. I mean, they've always said that maybe they wanted to go against FTR, do FTR versus Harlem Heat. <laughs> So that'd be interesting. Oh, they'll bring Cornette in. Oh, God. But you're right. Well, did Harlem, he never have a manager? Does it matter, I guess? Maybe not. Now I have to look it up. Yeah. I'll let you look it up as I bring up the news, the new news that we have here. Uh, Vice TV. Sensational I, Sherry. Sensation, bring back Sensational Sherry Sorry, and then do Jim Cornette. Yeah, that, that I could see that happening. I could 100% uh, see that happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really All possible. Right. Uh, Vice TV uh, announced Tales from the Territories, a new series for Vice TV. It's going to premiere Tuesday, October 4th. This is in conjunction with season four of Dark Side of the Ring, which will, is in development, I believe. Uh, basically, it is uh, executive produced by uh, Evan Husney and Jason Eisner from Dark Side of the Ring, and along with Seven Bucks Productions, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, he'll be doing uh, uh, all that stuff uh so he's talking about a bunch of different things uh chava guerrero is also a co-exec apparently uh they've already interviewed uh jr uh brett the hitman Hart, abdullah the butcher uh jr talking about mid-south so 
they got a lot of different stuff. Uh, what, what do you feel about Tales from the Territories? I'm all good. You're all good. I'm so done with this territory stuff. <laughs> I I think I think it's gonna be hard to watch every single week because there's only so many weeks where I can watch you know wrestling in bars, you know, and and small rundown. Right, that's true. That's and true. small rundown things. Um, no, I I want to say I completely agree with Triple H. Yeah, all bars. No, no, uh, nothing more, nothing less. You know, because wrestling only existed in the United States of America. Also, don't forget that. You're right. That is true. Um, it's still yeah. today. Still today, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love the irony of Triple H's statement last week, and then this week, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> produced <laughs> Tales from the Territories. Just I look forward whole... to the day Dwayne owns uh owns WWE. It's gonna be great. I mean, he has the XFL, so that's I guess one step well, in the right direction. That, that that's not going as well as I'm sure he wanted it to. But yeah. yes, there, do we have any updates on the XFL? Now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, they got they got that uh they got that um didn't they get sued? I don't know. And I think Rock and Vince got sued. Oh, great, <laughs> perfect, ideal um speaking about vince getting sued well not necessarily um uh wb announced that it stayed in a public filing on tuesday that it found an additional five million dollars in unrecorded company expenses uh related to payments from vince mcmahon in 2007 2009 bringing the total to 19.6 million dollars of unrecorded expenses from vince mcmahon so that's nearly 20 million dollars i'm of course sure there is more to come um, but we'll see where that goes. Uh, it is interesting because WrestleNomics kind of alludes that uh, apparently, according to our IRS filings, WWE spent the exact total of $5 million in contributions to the Donald J. Trump Foundation in those same years of 2007-2009. Could be nothing. Could be that Vince McMahon, unrecorded company expenses, gave WWE money to Donald Trump uh, in 2007-2009. So... Who the heck knows? It's also 2006. You think? He wasn't running for president in 2007. Well, no, he was. No. Well, the election was in 2008. Why did he get money in 2009? Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Do you think he just agrees to get his head possibly shaved without getting money on the side, people? Do you not remember the 2007 storyline where it was Bobby Lashley versus Umaga, the battle of the billionaires? Because I remember it. First WrestleMania ever watched, people. It's amazing. The match is fine. Uh, but uh, Stone Cold shaves his head and then stuns everyone. It's great. It's great. It's great. He's stunned. He stunned Donald Trump. So, And one of the worst stunners of all time well, in, in the history you know, of stunners. I, I don't know what we expected there. Okay. True. It's very true. Yeah, no. Uh, that is a good point. When was that pay-per-view? I think it was 2007, I want to say. 2007. Uh, April first, two thousand seven. April first, April Fool's Day, two thousand seven. It's a special WrestleMania for me. Yes, WrestleMania twenty three. Do you remember the tagline for WrestleMania twenty three? All grown up. I cannot believe you remember that perfectly. Yes, <laughs> all grown up. Um, what a card we have here: the Great Khali versus Kane, the ECW oh, Originals the versus the New Breed show. Um, all timer show. Yes, yeah, so that this show was two thousand seven. Uh. It doesn't state, I assume it doesn't have a link to the IRS filing. The main event, uh, for those wondering, was John Cena versus Shawn Michaels for the uh, WWE Championship. Of course, it was supposed to be Triple H, but Triple H blew out his knee 
and they did Shawn Michaels. It was great. It was great. Probably, uh, probably a better Undertaker. match. Undertaker match. versus Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see what else in the card you remember. A great Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Umaga versus Bobby Lashley, of course. Who won that Money I'm in the Bank ladder match? Uh, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> Correct. Kennedy! <laughs> yeah, you, you have beaten me. I remember all of this. Uh, I believe it was Molina versus Ashley Mazzaro as well. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, in, a, in a Lumberjill match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um United States Championship match redacted uh, versus yeah. MVP. Correct, yeah. correct. Um, yeah, so we don't talk about that one. Uh, no. Do you remember who? So I already said the ECW Originals versus the New Breed. Who was on the yeah. New Breed? Uh, Elijah Burke. Correct. Uh, Marcus I... Corvon. Correct. Uh, Kevin a- Thorne. Correct. Marcus Corvon, a.k.a. You got one more. Oh, boy. You got one more. Does I- he still wrestle? Um, I don't think he still wrestles. Is it he Matt has- Stryker? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't wrestled him since 2020. Uh, has anyone guessed a more ridiculous thing in wrestling history than I just did? The I, new breed at WrestleMania 23. I cannot believe you got every. You remember that much of that show. Also, by the way, like the show has big. Looks like has big highs, but a lot of lows. <laughs> hey, you know, you, you remember the highs and you deal with the lows. Well, you remembered all of it, so I guess it was all high to you. Um, Damn right it was. <laughs> Except for redacted, we don't remember redacted. It's true. Uh, but yes, uh, shout out uh, Vince McMahon for giving us more content. Talk more about his five million dollars. Uh, what what's, should we start betting what the over under of unrecorded expenses Vince McMahon has has had? No, because it might be too high. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like it's just a weekly thing. Oh yeah, we've we found another five million under our books. Oh, cool, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Did no one care to notice this? Yeah, because they're, they're, it feels like they're also going year by year and checking, which is fair. Uh, but So they're at 2009, so we got 2010 up to 2022 oh. to check. Uh, they're going to get to like the middle of the Ruthless Aggression era, and they're going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm, ner- <laughs> I'm nervous for fucking, uh, you know, 20, what is it? When was the election? 2018? 2020? 2018. With Donald Trump's, if if, if are Russell, they going backwards or forwards? Forwards, forwards. This was oh, this okay. was Donald Trump in two thousand seven, two thousand nine. I'm saying what? What were the? Oh my God! We what, gave all of our revenue to Donald Trump's <laughs> to an election campaign. I didn't know one noticed this. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens, uh, and we'll see how much money uh, WB or Vince McMahon has spent using WB funds. So. Sixteen, by the way. 16 you're thinking 60 40 more no, million no, dollars 2016 oh. was the election so yes yeah this is yes, yes. Okay. i don't remember elections anyways uh let's talk about that's all the news that's all the news bits let's talk about AEW. i remember the new breed so i can remember anything i guess <laughs> i think that you're special there's a special place i didn't get a single guess wrong that's the scary part you did not you, this you, man you were right four for four kevin thorne kevin Thorn. Can you? Uh, uh, this is not going to count towards it, but can you remember the manager lady that went out? The the, the yeah, she was the uh, uh, Shelly. 
Shelly? No, not Shelly. Martinez? <laughs> no, not Shelly. Well, oh, you're talking. I, I know what she looks like. That might be her. That might be her actual like name. Let me see. Do, 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 do. Uh, Kevin okay. Thorne's not even on cage match. <laughs> Kevin. Where I spell? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He has no e in in Thorn. Um, let's see. You know, you remember this man wrestled this year. Yeah, he wrestled this year in uh, over the Ohio Valley wrestling. Um, let's see who was his who was his uh, manager lady. It was. Um, it's not listed here on Cage Man. It's listed as Ariel, who is Shelly Martinez. I cannot believe I'm an animal. So I am I right. so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset you got that right. I mean, so, so I was right. Yeah. In 2016, you can watch a match probably on the Indies on YouTube. Uh, Shelly Martinez versus Shotzi Blackheart. Ooh, 2016. So, so we can agree that I was right. Yes, you were 100% right every single time. That is upsetting. <laughs> that is upsetting. Uh, don't Muda. <laughs> don't don't Muda yourself here. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm proud how good I am. One, one week, you're just going to bring me like WrestleMania 20-something. And you're gonna be like, all right, name all these things. I'd be like, okay, it was the one event. I can only do one event. <laughs> like one event at a time. One event at a time. Um, let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Quake by the Lake. It was a big TV show um, out in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Quake. from AEW. Headlined, of course, by an oh, AEW man. interim world title match between John Moxley and Chris Jericho. But the rest of the card was, I would say, pretty good. What do you think about the show? Um, let me look at the card real quick so I can get a little memory here. Um, first match was good, a little too much interference. The uh lucha match was great as expected. Um, Luchasaurus happened, Ricky Starks happened, that mm-hmm. women's match certainly happened. I know that because I watched it. Um, yeah, the main event was great, so there you go. Yeah, pretty. I would say CM Punk's back, people. That's the big news. So, of course, we had John Moxley successfully defend his title against Chris Jericho. Get his ass beat after. Got his ass beat after. Real bloody, real bloody affair. I guess we'll talk about the blood and what your thoughts about the blood too. Um, but then to save it all, it wasn't Brian Danielson and anybody else. No, it was the return of the AEW World Champion. CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk. Punk. He's CM back. Punk. He's hobbling, CM not hobbling. Punk. He's jumping on his foot, so he's back. I don't say I don't want to say better than ever, but he's certainly back. Chris CM Punk uh, is back. Uh, I keep saying that, um, and presumably setting up a title match against John Moxley at All Out. I lost seven years of CM Punk. I don't want to lose any more time. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that. You know, I said, I said when it was happening that Hangman Page versus CM Punk was the biggest match AEW ever had, mm-hmm. and it was true. It was true. I think that's true. I agree. But at All Out, there is no bigger match than John Moxley versus CM Punk. That is now going to be their biggest match of all time, and here's why: John Moxley is as close to an ace like figure in AEW is anyone. He he's an ace that the elite weren't. None of the elite were aces. Um I don't care what anyone says. You know, Hangman Page is great, but he wasn't the ace. He doesn't have uh, ace energy. 
No, no. Cody, great, I would say Cody at one Cody at one point in time had ace energy. Cody was the closest ace. Yeah, but he left. So <laughs> it, it crumbled for the past guy. year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It did crumble. Um, it, so so Moxley's just been like he is AEW. Mm-hmm. So him versus CM Punk, that's as big as you can get in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember, we're in Chicago once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be a phenomenal main event. It should be. I have no doubt that they're gonna put on an absolute phenomenal match. John Moxley has not missed this year. He he has been as good a wrestler as any, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, no, John Moxley has been fin- phenomenal this year. His is especially the summer specifically. I mean, this, these title defenses he's been throwing up have been. He's a wrestler of the year contender. Yeah, just just from basically, he didn't even summer. have like that many big matches early on. No, that's I, the crazy part. I don't remember. I'll look up his cage match. I don't remember the Danielson match. Maybe. Was yep. that this year? That was, I believe, that at Revolution. <laughs> I believe that was at Revolution. Okay, so, like, that's the only one I could think of in, like, the first four months of the year. I'm looking it up now. Um, yeah, I mean, not really a lot of stuff uh, uh, in terms of AEW. I mean, wait, wait, actually, when was the... I think the Danielson match was actually prior. Maybe. What was the Danielson match? It was at Revolution. At Revolution. Okay, so we got that at Revolution. Um, you also had a match at Windy City Riot against Will Ospreay, and then the Capital Collision match as well for New Japan. Those were two yeah, good him matches. Getting, him getting to go to New Japan at the same time, really, uh, that's what woke, I think woke him up. Uh, and, you, and we have to remember what he came back from, people. He came. He literally returned this year from his. You know, he went to rehab, mm-hmm. and now he's just he's just going insane. And yep, there's a story there that they're going to play to. They they now have just under a month to build this matchup. It's very exciting. Which, based on that uh, stare down, not do a lot of work for that. That's gonna sell. It's gonna sell yeah. stuff already. I mean, yeah. that I, that crowd is sure unglued. Sold out, right? Uh, all out. I'll double check for WrestleTix. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's at the Now Arena. Of course, it's sold out. <laughs> it's the it's the Now Arena. Um, yeah, no, it's just unbelievable. Uh, you know, it's we. I mean, we talked about it before. Is it's just like you know, we knew that like as soon as this happened, this was going to sell out. This is going to be a great day for uh, AEW. You know, no, no one expected CM Punk to be back. I mean, he he was uh, talking up a storm at. Uh, uh, I was gonna say South by what's that E E three? No, that's not it. No, Comic Con. Comic Con. Talking about a storm at Comic Con about how he's like unable to walk or do anything, and then just what a month, a couple weeks My later. Favorite part of it was like, oh yeah, we should have known. Like all the people were like, we should have known. I'm like, shut up, just enjoy it. Like yeah. it happened. Just enjoy. Just be happy you got got for once. Like just enjoy wrestling, you jerk. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a phenomenal move. Um, and yeah, and then we have the, uh, when we preview All Out, it's going to be a tough one to pick. Who do you pick? CM Punk, guy who's been gone for seven years, also making his return match, uh, presumably. He might have a warm-up, I'm guessing, on TV. Um, and then, yeah, and then the pay-per-view. Or versus, like you said, someone like an ace-like figure in uh, <laughs> in AEW. Who do you put the title on? Is it CM Punk? Is it John Moxley? You got 
Kenny Omega returning around the corner as well. Uh, who do you, you know, do you put the title on him? No, nah, not put the title on him eventually, but is he a defense at some point? Who is a better defense title match? Is it Punk? Is it Omega? Is it Moxley? A lot of questions. It I unfolds. think you answer your question. Uh, it's like, what, what's, let's play the game here. What match is bigger than CM Punk versus John Moxley? Right uh, probably Punk Omega. Yeah. In terms of in terms of just AEW talent, you know, Punk uh, or Omega Osprey is also a big match, but that's more. Music yeah, band. but it Punk Omega, like no one knew, no one thought that would happen. Yeah. So, oh yeah, gigantic. That's a that's the big match. I don't. I mean, I don't know when they would do that. I feel like a cat is behind me destroying trash cans. Um, I don't know when they would do that match. Um, like that, that's a that's a pay per view match, right? So that we're talking. Yeah. I mean, we're talking if Omega is coming back and he's in this trio's title tournament, then I'll say double or nothing. Double or nothing is not a bad spot. Do maybe what if that is the return of All In, and that's All In's their big. Mm. I know it's not true anymore. Their big two night event, All In, and they bring back Cody Rhodes. And they bring back Cody Rhodes. They bring back uh, B Fab, uh, Shante the Adonis, uh, Eric Redbeard. I don't think they'd be bringing anyone back. That. probably not um uh what else we got on the show uh we also had the opening match which was uh darby allen versus uh brody king i thought this match was fantastic we're not gonna preview the or review the entire show but i want to bring up this match because i thought this was fantastic but also brought up a lot of discussion about the um the use and the amount of blood in aew especially for one dave Meltzer. um i'm okay with blood I don't know about you, Scotty. I'm okay with blood. I watched this sh- the show. Didn't have any issue with the amount of blood. I think on we've it. gone. I think we've just gotten to a funny point where it's like, oh, raised bleeding, and this is mostly like, I don't care because it's not really a big deal to me. But there is a certain conversation because I remember people complaining about it when Cody was doing it. Yeah, but now that all their favorites are doing it, they don't care. There's 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 a situation there, and and there's more blood now than ever. Like the True. that show True. the other night had two of the bloodiest matches I think AEW's ever had, <laughs> and not, and we know the Jericho thing wasn't on purpose. <laughs> sure, sure. So like that didn't help. That sure. he became a bloody fool because like he smashed his head. Mm-hmm. Um, so like to me, it's not a big deal. I think it's just funny because, like, John Moxley bleeds every single match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and that's completely true. Is that storyline? Why it, it's the thing about like you know they're able to do it, so like it's why not do it? But it's also like yeah, well, if everyone's doing it, then it kind of d- dilutes the uh, the blood pool, I guess. Right, right. Because like if CM Punk bleeds in the match with MJF, mm-hmm. it has meaning. Yes. If, but, if Wheeler Yuta bleeds in the match against John Moxley, right? Huge meaning, huge meaning. But <laughs> if John Moxley bleeds in the match with Mance Warner, you're like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you signing Mance Warner? Are you trying to make him a big like deal? Mm-hmm. No, we're never gonna hear about this guy again. Like, mm-hmm. so like that's the game you play there because blood's great if you use it 
for a reason. I think it fit the Brody King Darby match. So Agreed. I had no problem there. Agreed. Honestly, I think it did fit the main event too because he ripped his ear thing out. So I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That he should bleed. It's just a matter of you got to play the game correctly. So, like, we shouldn't have to have the conversation of like weekly blood, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think they don't have that many matches that deserve weekly blood. <laughs> that's true. Is that they, that is completely true? They don't have that many matches that deserve weekly blood. And if they, you know, if they bring it back a little bit, I mean, like Rampage doesn't need to have blood feuds. I feel like, you know, they have blood. Don't feuds, worry about it. Barely has anything. <laughs> has the trust busters, which <laughs> the trust busters. is literally just the nightmare collected for men. Um. But yeah. shout out Sunny Kiss. I'm happy Sunny Kiss has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I'm okay with that. I love that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm like not against like the amount of blood. Like I even in this show I like had no issues with it, and then I see Meltzer talking about, you know, pearl clutching about oh, there's too much blood, and then you know, yeah, sure, there's always gonna have feelings of too much blood, but you know, for but at the same breath, it's also like, yeah, Moxley's doing a lot, but it also I think a lot of people pass for Moxley is that Moxley is the kind of wrestler where that makes sense. Whereas Cody, it doesn't, if that, you know, Cody is not someone that is like a brawler kind of person where Moxley is 100% a brawler kind of person. And it makes sense if he bleeds versus Cody bleeding every single match against jungle boy, every big match, every big match, rephrase it. That's what he did. Uh, Good point. I just think you got to chill out in the end. Like, there is no reason there needs to be blood every single week. Now there should be blood in John Moxley versus CM Punk. Correct. You saw like the minute they went face to face, you're like, oh this yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um it, you just gotta pick your battles, I think, on those. Which is which is fine. Moxley does it every singles match of his. But to be fair, he mostly only wrestles singles matches now, so it's like Yeah. Interesting, but he he is so good right now that I almost don't care at all. Yeah, like me too. whatever. Um, but like he he this is a good example. He bled versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Like, You're I right. don't think that was needed. You're right. That that wasn't necessarily the most needed match. To I was have. like, you're wrestling Tanahashi. You're not wrestling. Mance, I don't even know. Mance Warner. Well, yeah. There you go. I mean, I know Mance Warner has that, like, kind of vibe, so it worked a little more, but it's like, I think Tanahashi match is the best example. Yeah, it's, it is, it's okay if some feuds are just feuds and not every feud is a blood feud, <laughs> but it's, yeah. I, don't know, it, I don't know, it's, I mean, even then, like, Moxley, like, when he first came to AEW, like, I don't think he was bleeding this often. I, at least no, I don't recall. Or, you know, I, don't I don't think I don't he was this good either. So. That also might be true. He's definitely gotten a lot better since post rehab, because um, he's been fantastic all year. We've already discussed this. Um, yeah, but I thought the going back to the coffin match. I thought the blood work here was totally fine. I thought it made Brody King look even more cool. more devastating. Um, I'm. I this is what they've done three coffin matches in this in this company, and I've loved every single one of them. I think yeah, they've been great. And I popped huge for the end of the coffin match where they do the you know they do the choke thing, but it's now reverse. Darby Allen's doing it to Brody King. 
They do the slip, and then Brody King's hanging as best he could. I thought that was pretty good. And then Darby Allen lets go. Brody falls into the coffin, and the lid slams immediately. It was so I probably good. Have, I probably have the hottest take of all time. My favorite of the three is probably the Ethan Page one. I, I also agree. My favorite <laughs> of the three. <laughs> this, this match was up there. But I it think, was. I think it's, it's, and they're all so very close. Movie. They're all very close. But it's like. I think the Andrade one's probably the weakest. Yeah. I think it's Ethan Page, Brody King, Andrade so far. Uh, and this match was, yeah, this, I really, really enjoyed this match a lot. And yeah, there was some distraction stuff, but I wasn't too, I wasn't too nonplussed by it. I was distracted. You were distracted? I was distracted. I thought the first half was phenomenal, the ending was great. Um, there was just like so much going on. Uh, it's like, what, what is happening? But <laughs> I always pop for the sting out of the coffin thing. I was like, ah, Sting's going to be in there. There he is. It's great every time. It's oh, beautiful. Um, speaking give me, about. Give me, give me the House of Black versus Darby, Sting, and Nero. I can't wait. That is probably around the corner. That's probably a pay per view match if I've ever heard one. Oh, let's talk about the bracket, huh? I was just, just about to get to that. Speaking That's... of House of Black. Uh, they also House announced of, House of Blacket Bracket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said I have terrible jokes. I well, I messed it up. <laughs> it so, couldn't be a joke when I said Blacket. <laughs> speaking of House of Blacket, we have the AW World Trios Championship bracket uh, finally announced. Uh, on the left finally. side, finally, didn't the titles get announced last week? Well, the bracket has been finally announced. Uh, the titles, when was the titles announced. I feel like two, two weeks. Ago, I feel like two weeks ago. I don't, I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. No. So on the left side of the bracket, we have. Well, let's talk about the right side because I think the left side. Yeah, let's talk about the right side. The right side, we'll get through it. Right side, we have on the top right, we have House of Black versus Dark Order, um, who are representing themselves as a foursome. Um, that should be. Interesting. I'm. You think it's gonna be Hangman in the Dark Order side. I, I feel like the Hangman is gonna have to be in the match. I don't know. I they're really teasing it up that Hangman is just supporting Dark Order. Oh yeah, so he's you know. not gonna wrestle at the pay per view. That's the frustration. Is okay. Well, then Hangman's not at the pay per view. I I don't know. You can. I think somewhere in this bracket, they're going to play to the story that someone gets hurt. Or you know something like that where he has to step in. Oh, they have they have four people. So the first the first one they lose ten. The second one they lose Alex Reynolds, and so Paige yeah, has to go in. And so Paige has to go in for the finals of the pay per view. That's possible. Uno and Silver. Paige Uno and Silver. Yeah, I think that's like it. that'd be pretty good. Versus uh, I dig it. Versus somebody on the other side. So yeah, there's that that's side. A good match. That's a good match. House of Black versus Dark Order should be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised though if we also get like um, uh, a Darby or Miro involvement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on the other side, on the bottom right side, we have the best friends: Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Tremperetta versus the Trustbusters. Don't know which. It's a foursome as well, so we don't know which three will be represented in this match. Could be Parker Bordeaux. Could be Sunny Kiss. Could be Slim J. Uh, but we'll be taking on the team of best friends uh, in this um, one. I thought before, like, I just thought about that Dark Order thing in my head, that best friends were probably the favorites on this side. Probably. I, I, 
None of it excites me. <laughs> I it's it's frustrating because it is the like most exciting is House of Black. Yeah, but they're not going to the final. That's the thing, right? Is that we could see them doing a trios match at the yeah at the pay per view start. You know, Darby, Miro, and Sting, but not mm. necessarily a trios match for the titles. So I think storyline wise, that makes more sense going that direction. They really done did it on the other side of the bracket here. Yeah, Dark Order, like we already talked about, has the storyline stuff with Paige. Trustbusters, yeah. they're gonna lose. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, I would love to see them at the pay per view. Um, and then best friends. Personally, I would pick best friends to win it all. Uh, win it all? Not win it all. Maybe not. Maybe not. Depending, assuming Kenny Omega is coming back. The left side of the bracket. Assuming Kenny Omega is coming back, not win it all. But I do think that the best friends. I'm not even, I don't even need to assume that he's there. I would just have the entire left side of the bracket win. If if the if that's also true. If Kenny Omega wasn't returning, I might say put the titles on best friends simply because I that would be a Frankie Kazarian Scorpio Sky esque first champion. They were good. They were good first champions. No, they weren't. They were good for champions. No. I don't know. I, I think I think you give him a win. It's Orange Cassidy. He's not going to have a world title match. He's not going to have a tag title. He's not going to... Maybe I don't think you'll have a TNT title or an All-Atlantic title. Trios title is a good spot for him. Give it with the best friends. I think that's something. Now, that, to be fair... That's not my vision, Ryan. <laughs> my apologies, sir. But you're right. They also don't have any storyline situation going in here, maybe. Um, besides, like, they work well with the Young Bucks, maybe. Um, so th- that's that's also fair. I I could see. Congratulations, you work well with the young bucks. Congratulations. <laughs> so does everybody. So does everybody. Or in the rest of the tag teams in the back. We work well with the young bucks. Um, Probably. We could have a, we could have a three star. I think maybe. I think so. Um, so we're thinking Dark Order versus Best Friends, and then Dark Order beats them. If Hangman gets involved, like if. Mm-hmm if he ends up having to be a part of it because because the story would then be the elite versus hangman and dark order that would be the better story but yeah of course if kenny doesn't come back then this is all in shambles yes (laughs) if they're not making it if it is brandon cutler then who gives a shit (laughs) yeah they're not the elite the not the elite the young bucks aren't making it past the and then i think dark order loses too Mm mm-hmm so, so here's here's my best prediction before we talk about the left side. If Kenny Omega is back, it's it's the Elite versus Dark Order. If he's not back, it's Best Friends versus, and we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. So, left side of the bracket, top left, we have Death Triangle uh, versus United Empires, Will Ospreay, and Aussie Open. This is what we. This is why. We wanted these damn belts right here. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. I wanted, I wanted Death Triangle to be part of this for so long. This means Paxton obviously coming back, mm-hmm. which is also great. Mm-hmm. But no one was ready for that second team. No one was ready for that second trio. Because, you know, the G1's going on, and you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. And and I remember, and hey, hey Ryan, do you remember, do you remember who said the person from New Japan that's going to be sticking around the most? when after forbidden door because i i think i said mm-hmm. will osprey yeah and the first chance they get will osprey is on one of these shows mm-hmm. and that match is going to be terrific 
Yep. And they, they've also been teasing Osprey and Omega online for a while now, too. Uh-huh. And they could do Osprey versus Pack for the uh, All-Atlantic if they want to get crazy. Yeah, so I was talking about that is that, you know, I, I started talking about, like, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll bring in, like, champions because it's, you know, political, like, you know, the booking of champions. But then I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, Aussie Open winning and then facing... Uh, not sorry. Well, United Empire winning and then facing Young Bucks and Omega is really good. Osprey then can beat Pac, and maybe that's the title match. S- screw Kip Sabian. Let's bring in Will Osprey. <laughs> oh baby, now we're talking. Um, All that's looking good. All that's looking good. I could also see Kip Sabian getting involved in this match, which leads to Pac getting distracted or something and mm. losing the match. Mm. Now um, let's get excited about the other match. The other match. Uh, so, well, first of all, do we think, who are we thinking? Are we thinking United Empire? I would do United Empire, personally. If they're doing the pack match. If they're doing the pack match, assuming yeah. pack versus Osprey. At the, I think giving the United Empire a win on your TV would be nice for once. <laughs> That's true. Um, you had you had them lose how many times, Aussie Open? They're also about to, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, they're about to win the uh, strong titles tonight, so... I'm also just thinking about it in terms of G1 climax. So this this match is taking place. Oh, this match will be taking place way well yeah, after the G1. The so after, I was thinking about next week, and I was like, "What? No, that's impossible." Uh, yeah, no. So that's not happening. Well, no, they didn't. They announce this. No, they didn't. I swear no, they announced the next one. No, I think they announced it on Rampage. <laughs> now I gotta look this up because now now I'm like, wait, hold on. I feel like they did. In fact, announced this. I didn't watch Rampage, so this is troubling. Yeah, I remember seeing this graphic. That's what I mean. Is I remember seeing the graphic. I do not remember if it is. This is Rampage, baby. Which you know, which thing this is for? That's so triangle. I'm now. I, I'm now. Oh, there it is. What is it? What do you got? August twenty fourth. August twenty fourth. Okay, so it is In the Cleveland. following week. It is the following Cleveland. week. Okay, thank God. Whew. Yeah. Okay, so there it is, is a graphic though. Post G one climax, um, I guess that'll also be interesting. Is whether or not I guess that this could mean that Will Osprey is not winning the G one. He could still be winning the G one. You I would mean, think he they want to pro- win the G one, but I don't think he's winning the G one anyways. But you also think if he wins it, they might want to protect him a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, right, let's let's cook here. Let's cook. And then uh, this is happening next week, August seventeenth. Uh, Young Bucks and to be determined. We'll be facing Andrade El Idolo, Roosh, and the AEW debuting Dragon Lee. I won, baby. I won. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> Woo! House of the Dragon presented by AEW Dynamite or whatever the, whatever the hell the thing is. Dragon Lee is here, baby. Let's go. Don't ever let him leave. Don't let him leave unless he's going to like New Japan, which isn't happening. Don't let him leave. That's all I'm saying. I can't wait. I could I could see them win this whole thing, by the way. Uh uh Los Ingonables. I think the winner of this match wins it all. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. If it's Kenny, they're winning. Yeah. Yeah, so if let's it's not talk- Kenny, they're not. Let's talk about that. So Kenny Omega potentially getting teased as the TBD. <laughs> Just that, that that match alone, you know, Kenny Kenny Omega 
a you know triple a title matches against andrade against dragon lee Roosh saying that he wanted to re- make re- get revenge for his f- friend's losses. Oh, in by the AAA. way, Roosh absolutely thumped Ray Phoenix's head in that match the other day. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, so we got all that stuff set up. Kenny Omega, it's perfectly set up for Kenny Omega to be in there. Um, and you pin Dragon Lee. You pin Dragon Lee. He's the one non-political one. That is true. You could pin Dragon Lee. He can eat. We're cooking. Yeah, he can eat a one wing angel and, and get a pin. We're we're cooking here. You see this? We're cooking. We're if it's not Kenny Omega though, man, they're gonna piss off a lot well, of people. Let's, let's talk about that. Who do you, if it's not Kenny? I mean, first of all, what are the, what are the percentage chance you think it's not Kenny Omega? And if it is not him, who do you think it would be? It would have to be Cutler. That would suck. Or 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 we can give everyone some a nightmare right now. It's a Cody Rhodes not a nightmare. You say no, it's worse. I like Cody Rhodes, so that Cody Rhodes would not be bad. If it was well, Cody Rhodes, I'd jump out of my chair. Buddy. You said you said a nightmare. Who's more nightmare than the American nightmare? Ah, uh, Marty Scurll. Marty Scurll is more than a, Fuck more that. Than a nightmare. No, that <laughs> there's no way they're gonna do that. No way they're gonna do that. Um, they got Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> He's there. He's he's teamed up with them before in a trios um, match. Let me think. Let me think. Here. Let's think. Mal- Malachi. Uh, it would Buck. have to be Brandon Cutler. Malachi Buck. Um, would it not have to be Malachi? Malachi Jackson. Uh, that would be awesome if they brought in Malachi Jackson, the third, the third Jackson brother, the third Buck. I'd pay. I'd pay money for it. I would pay. Uh, Kevin. It'll be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. That'd be insane. Is there anyone on, anyone on New Japan that would be interesting? Oh my God, they have so many titles. Uh, I was trying to look. At, I was trying to look at like all the trios titles they've ever won. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, let's bring in. Let's bring in Okada. Why not? Let's... Um, yes, no. The G one's still happening. You gotta. That's true. That's true. Um, no, I think I think it's Kenny Omega or Brandon Cutler. I don't think there's any other choices. Thank you. And we all know which is the sexier match uh, to kick off. That is, of course, Brandon Cutler. Have you seen that goatee? So sexy. Listen, listen. AEW has an opportunity for the first time in its history mm-hmm. to have CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega fully healthy and active. Because listen, when they came yes. in, Kenny Omega was not fully healthy. He was he was wrestling with like. He was on the edge of left. <laughs> this guy had nothing left. No, um, still great matches. Is, still great matches. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's a he's a, he's a different being, but him fully healthy or as close to full health as he'll ever be again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's a game changer. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. If it's not him though, whew, I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see Twitter. I'll also throw in that they will also have John Moxley fully back. You know as well. That's so. true too. That's true too. I think that's good. Good one to toss, and that's kind of their big four yeah that's a big that's a big big four right there baby um you gotta bring um bring uh mjf back they're making there's teases on twitter people are teasing um so the pinnacle the pinnacle Britt baker last week Britt baker teased uh Uh, no that's okay (laughs) so who are we thinking are we thinking Right side, we're thinking sort of Dark Order, Best Frenzy, probably more Dark Order. Left side, way tougher. Um, assuming it's Kenny Omega, you got to think Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. 
Yeah, yeah. As I said, winner of that match. If it's Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Dark Order, who wins there? Um, there's a reason these titles haven't been alive mm-hmm. uh, for months now, and it's because of Kenny Omega. Don't don't sugarcoat it. Don't mess it up. Just give them the belts. Mm. Don't don't do it. Like just 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 pull just rip the bandage. Like stop being fancy with all these things. I know the Young Bucks were drew like, well, we don't want to be tag team champions. Shut up. Shut mm. up. There's no one better to have these trios titles off the rip. Literally no one. Yeah. The Elite is the best trio you could have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do fear, I guess. That Maybe the not. Cosmic Angels enter, enter. I agree. I do fear as well. I Look, fear as well. Natsupoi and Omega is going to be a great match. We all know it. Uh, yeah, I'm already giving it five stars. Um, I wonder if we, we all assume that we're waiting on the titles because for Young Bucks and Omega to win it. Um. Maybe they're waiting on the titles for Young Bucks and Omega to put over the Dark Order and to give them the trio titles because the Dark Order are practically dead in the water right now, and they right need now. something. And a title win at a pay per view is a big something. Yeah, bring back Stu Grayson and Alan Angels, and then maybe you could have some. Like, what about Anna JAS? Nope, nope, nope. We can keep her and her terrible gimmick where she is. I'm gonna choke you. So no, <laughs> just no. No, no. 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 I, I, I do. Uh, I do think though that like Dark Order needs something, and I do think a title match is good for them. But I also think it's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. You kind of need them to start it off. Start off with a bang. So yeah. it, you know, well, with a boom, if you will. A boom? Huh? No, no, it's not Adam Cole. Well, it could be. Maybe that's the post match. They absolutely wanted that to be their final. Yeah, I imagine so. They've so. made a new story. Mm-hmm. I think. I agree. I agree. And then there's also the rest of the AEW Dynamite. No, I don't really like. know. I don't know what they're going to do, man. You've given up? You have no idea? No, I guess that's the fun of being a wrestling fan. Sometimes you actually don't know everything. That's and I to me that's the the perfect spot to be in as a wrestling fan, especially for pay per views. It's just like I rather have a pay per view of a full card of I have no idea versus oh I know what's happening and who cares, you know. Right. Right. Um, I don't have a transition here. Speaking of a card full of matches, Noah had its first N one victory tournament match night uh, this yeah. past week. Um, in Yokohama Budokan Arena, um, every single wrestler of the block of the blocks wrestled. Uh, we got a full match here. Did you? How much of the N one Victory Night one did you see? All of it. Perfect. Same as me. So let's go through it fairly and fairly quickly. We'll go through it. So let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about Ironhead. Uh, let's talk about yeah. Let's singlet. Do you want to talk? Start with that one first. <laughs> we'll start with that one first. I'm okay with it. Kazuyuki. Yeah, let's- the yeah, main the event match for me was last. The main event was Kazuyuki Fujita versus Go Shiyazaki with Fujita coming out with a tan, coming out with a five o'clock shadow, coming out with some red ass. Con- That's my king right there. Red ass camo gear, very Congo esque maybe. Um, <laughs> Fujita eventually did defeat Go Shiyazaki in twenty minutes and forty six seconds to earn his first two points. This match. Uh, quite literally slapped 
Yeah, lots of chops. Uh, great match. Um, not really shocking, I thought, when I saw this, it would be. Um, for me, the number two match on the night, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but still really good. Uh, not Again, that's not really shocking, I think. don't think, for anyone, right? Like, listen, no. I know people don't like Fujita because of his politics or whatever. That's fine. Um, but this dude is still, like, very good. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I, I've said it before on the show, is that I love Fujita. <laughs> I, I love Fujita a lot. Um, and I think the best Fujita is a Fujita that is not anywhere near a title. <laughs> well, uh, I hope for you that he does not win this tournament. No, I don't want him to win this tournament. But I do want to see eight, seven matches of Fujita just being the piss out of someone. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, today, and I got to double check, if I'm not mistaken, to oh, wait, no. No, it wasn't today. Who's Fujita? No. Uh, he faced Dr. Wagner Jr.'s kid today. That's true. Uh, it was it was Go Shizaki that faced Anthony Green. Uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I you know for a you're fact really, I have that. You're really looking forward. I'm to that so, I that is my biggest circle on the card. It's just poor Anthony Green. <laughs> he's I think he's also opening the show, so it's just gonna. Ryan's be... just sitting here like I can't wait to watch him die. <laughs> I feel so bad for Anthony Green. I don't want this to be his future, but it is his future, and I cannot wait for it. Uh, but yeah, Fujita. I I love Fujita. I I legitimately unabashedly love Fujita. Uh, and I also will say that I do not want him anywhere close to a title. And I think that's those can exist at the same point in time. And you know what I can say, Ryan? What's that? The complete opposite of, about I love Takashi Segura. And I want him as close to the title as possible. Yeah. So isn't that funny how that works? Well, that's certainly possible because Segura did defeat Satoshi Kojima. 16 minutes and 54 seconds to get his first two points. So he's on the board, as it were. Good. You know, good match. Um, I talked to someone about this. I think the crowd kind of stunk. Yeah. And that really hurt them, especially these two, because I think they work off crowds really well. Um, and someone made a good point. This should have been like a Cork and Hall main event instead. Yeah, this I was think that would have been great. This was a, a crowd of nine hundred and forty people. Um in Yokohama Budokan. Um they only had that sh- the arena a couple times. Um, it looks like Looks like Noah last was here this year for the Great Voyage in Yokohama, which had the GHC Tag Team Title Tournament final match of Suzuki and Segura defeating Inabi and Kiyomiya. Don't even remember this show whatsoever. Um, And that had attendance of 9.05, so a little bit less than this show. But yeah, no, I I do agree. I feel like the crowd was like weirdly biked or weirdly quiet or something this entire show. Uh, maybe it was the show itself. There was a couple of stuff that was like a little, all right. Yeah, some stinkers, but you know. But I thought this match was pretty good. I don't. I like the main event way more. Yeah. The main main event for me might have been my favorite my, match of the night. Um, but I really enjoyed Segura and Kojima. I, I think I saw you tweet this maybe with someone else, but I agreed with it, and it was that I definitely feel like I could see more in the tank for both Kojima and Segura especially yeah. against each other. Uh, and I would, and so I think they left some stuff out here in this I match. Do. I think they can circle back around and have an even better one. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, skipping over the six-man tag that featured 
El Hijo del Santo and Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the tags. There's a Dragon Gate influence in Noah. All right. Um, I wonder who's booking Dragon Gate. Um, we also have Cano facing El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. with Cano getting the win in 15 minutes and three seconds. What do you think of this match? You know, they tried a lot of things. I just didn't feel they were fully connected, so it kind of missed the mark for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there were bits. There were bits I liked in it. Yeah, yeah. Just they were off a little bit. Yeah, um, I can't. I really can't remember anything specific from this match. It wasn't. I don't think it was the worst match of the night. But I did. There was bits in here that I really enjoyed. I thought that they had some some chemistry in spots, some chemistry in not in spots. I think there's just things that didn't didn't work. Um, our boy Jack Morris, uh, upset victory against Kaito Kiyomiya to earn his first two points. Uh, we, I could not believe that Jack Morris won this match. I love, I love me. I love Jack. He's a good, good friend, but, uh, could not believe that he won this match. I, uh, I was, I remember watching it. I watched, when he pinned him, I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, so what'd you think? What'd you think of Jack Morris's Jack Morris in this match? He's, he's solid. I mean, he's not, he's not a um, bad wrestler. I, you know, I think there's there's something about getting accustomed to Japan also. Yeah. That he will go through um, because of how they react opposed to where he's coming from. And, you know, figuring out what people like, what people don't. And, you know, it takes a little bit. We've seen it with everyone. We saw it with Jay White. You know, we saw, we see it with a lot of uh, foreigners who go over. So, um, I mean, you start off with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a solid start. Nothing to write home about, but nothing to not write home about. I guess would be the, the opposite. Gear of it. reminds me so much of Dolph Ziggler. One hundred percent. It's so Dolph Ziggler, and it also in to that vein, to that point. Uh, I feel like a lot of the crowd quietness for him in this match was simply because he's against Kaito Kiyomiya. The crowd was not on his side. So I think, I do think what would make, I think, I don't know. I feel like Noah might be wanting to try to make, keep him a baby, uh baby face for a bit. I say you heal him up a bit. I say he, you heal up Jack Morris a little bit. Yeah. Um, You know, you, he, you know, not, not to go full on show off, but you know, just a little cocky, just a little cocky. I think that would be pretty good. Uh, what do you think about losing to Kaito Kiyomiya? I feel like it is the upset, upset of, you know, the, the night one upset was this match, and Kaito Kiyomiya is not going to be undefeated this tournament or anything, so he has to lose. Why not lose to this debuting Jack Morris, uh, and then Jack, you know Kaito Kiyomiya can go on and have more matches. That's my interpretation. What do you? How did you feel? Yeah, make make a bang, make a make him. Message on night one, yeah, that's what all tournaments do. So it didn't really uh, upset didn't you. Shock me. Didn't no. upset you. No, it definitely didn't upset me. I mean, it was cool. I thought the final sequence also was pretty good. Jack Morris doing the yeah, uh, yeah. It didn't help that I was looking for the um, shooting star press the whole time. So. <laughs> I was so yeah. We were we were promised specifically shooting star presses. Yeah, he didn't even have to hit it to win, so I was rattled. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. He did not hit it to win. He had a tiger oh. driver to win. Yeah. 
Uh, so we'll see. Well, I guess I guess he's saving the shooting star press for later. Um, uh, Hideki Suzuki defeated Masaki Mochizuki, 14 minutes and 35 seconds. What do you think of Suzuki getting his first two points of the tournament? That was good. Fine. Good. Fine. Yeah, it was fine. I don't have it. It, it was a grapple fuck match. That's pretty much what it yeah, was. Where Mochizuki kicked him a few times, so mm-hmm. made up for it. I did like that. I did like the constant sort of knee leg work that was happening with it. Yeah. You know, you can have a grapple fuck match, but that's like that's like the psychology of a grapple fuck match yeah. is making it a limb work match. Um, Let's just get to Funaki so that I can move on. Please. All right, then Matsukatsu Funaki defeated Kinya Okada uh, in, with, in seven minutes and 49 seconds. Dude, I can't stand this guy. <laughs> Who, Okada? No, Funaki. Okada was like the best part. I thought he did really good at like fighting fighting from underneath and like just trying to show something yeah funaki fucking sucks dude like his matches are so boring yeah like when he starts striking it's great but he, i don't care i did i by, did like by the, then i want to go i want to take a nap i did like the beginning of the match where funaki is just fucking <laughs> palm striking okada over and over again it was like jesus yeah, get christ the, man. get the title off of this guy and yeah. get him out of here I think my favorite part of that Funaki match is that they're typically sub 10 minutes. Um, yeah. I always appreciate it. <laughs> I always appreciate it. Yeah. Thank God. Any longer would be torture. Yeah. This match was fine. I did greatly enjoy the palm strikes, though. I thought Worst I really match of that. the night. Um, Masada Tanaka. Tournament match. I didn't watch tags. Fair so. enough. Masada Tanaka defeated Anthony Green uh, 11 minutes and 21 seconds. How do you think Anthony Green did here? I thought he had a pretty good showing. Yeah, he, he had a pretty good showing. You know, you go in there with Masato Tanaka, no easy task. Mm-mm. I think Masato Tanaka almost killed him, but you know, it's cool. It's cool. I think Anthony Green's uh doing him doing himself just fine here in Noah. I think uh, he's found himself a role, which is cool. Yeah, I think he's a good spot. Uh, a little shocking he didn't get the big upset, but he's been there. Yeah, I mean, he's been there before, or been in previous matches, so I can see why, like, oh, the crowd kind of knows who you are. Plus, Jack Morris is really the guy of, like, who the fuck is this guy going into the tournament, so... Disagree, I think he is the guy going into this tournament. That's also true. After all, he did get interviewed by Ring Post Radio. That is true. I I was really hoping we'd get a shout-out. No shout-out by commentary. What are you guys doing? Oh, we got pretty close. They mentioned radio, and I was like, huh? (laughs) And I was like... They were talking about, like, overseas... Interviews, yeah. and I was like, hmm, say it. Say it. Say it. It's okay. Acknowledge me. It's okay to shout us out. It's to- totally okay. I finally know how Roman Reigns feels. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Anthony Green was good here. Uh, I think he has better matches up until he gets destroyed by Fujita. Um, and then the opening of the match was the tournament, of course, was Ketsuhiga Nakajima defeated Masaki Amiya 10 minutes and 36 seconds. I thought this they match was pretty good. They shit out of each other. They yeah. Just- they don't. They have no problem doing it. Um, I like this match a lot, as it was probably right on par with the main event for me. I'm happy it opened the tournament. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, so my best, my best, like way to look at this show is like, to me, there was two matches on the brink of like great, you know, four star. But I think they just need a little more. Yeah, um, I agree. And like this one, this one, I've seen them have better matches too. So it's like. You got to reach that point. Uh, interesting they opened the tournament with it, but I'm happy they did. Um, I thought it was very solid. And, uh, yeah, Nakajima won. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think it was a good solid so start to the tournament. Me up there for like an hour waiting to drop him on his head. Oh yeah, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> good, good, good stuff there. Yeah, I thought it was a good, good start to the tournament. Uh, completely agree there. Um, you know, you're right. I think it's like when you when you see like blood feud rivals like that who've had yeah. like a blood feud great match, steel cage hair versus hair match. It's hard to be like. All right, and here's the singles between them. You know, um, you know it's it, it, you know it's not going to be bloody. It's opening match. It's not going to be you know main event. Twenty minutes of you know battling or whatever. So you know it, it's going to be a step down. Uh, but I think of the ten minutes they got, I think they did a good job of uh, uh doing it. I love the beginning of the match with um, Kiyomiya lariating, lariat, lariating, oh, yeah. clotheslining. Um, there you go. <laughs> Close lining uh Nakajima's skull right off his yeah. shoulders. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my favorite part about these two though is like they're not really afraid to just hit each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like automatically better for me than like most of the other matches because I'm like, well, I know they're just gonna beat the shit out of each other and then they're gonna get up and they're gonna call it a day. Um so that never hurts. And also like they did the Nakajima palm strike where it, they made it would seem like Kitamiya was knocked out. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's funny. <laughs> I would love, I would love if, if they won that way. They, yeah. They, at one point during the tournament, he wins that way. Um, does he face Kenyo Okada? Yeah, he does. He does. He does face Kenyo Okada. Solid person to do it against. Or you could do it against Jack Morris. Not a gut solid person. We're, we're pro Jack Morris here. We're going to be pro or a pro Jack Morris podcast. It's the same. Just saying. I mean, if 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 Kenny Okada, wants... I think he's gonna do it to Kenny Okada. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think if if look if Kenny Okada wants to come on the show and be interviewed, then I think Kenny Okada is pretty good. By the way, I yeah. thought he had like for someone that had to wrestle like the worst wrestler going. Uh, I thought he did pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he's still he's relatively new, so he's still like I take that back. Layla Gray wrestles. Never mind. <laughs> you just wanted to do a little quick shot over the bout and Layla Gray. Sorry, but that match in Madison Rain last week. I mean, Ken, yeah, Kenny Okada, Kenny Okada, twenty nine years old. He's only been wrestling for a couple of years now. Um, Kato Kiyomi is uh, no, he's not. Never mind. Never mind. Wrong guy. Never mind. Kato Kiyomi is twenty six. What was it? Jack, well, they were talking about it. Kato Kiyomi is twenty six. Jack Morris is twenty eight. I think they were the two youngest of the tournament. Good for them, yeah, Kato's been the youngest in Noah for ever now. That's true. That's very true. But yeah, I thought, you know, first night, I thought it was pretty good. Obviously, night two also happened this morning. We weren't able to catch that. Um, but, you know, we'll talk about it more as we get to it. Uh, finals for this tournament. There's not a lot of nights. It's not like stardom. It's not like the G1. Um, there's not a lot of nights for this this old, this old as the kids say, thing. Um, the grand final is day nine, and that's happening September 3rd. Um so we only have nine days of the N1 victory. So we'll keep you posted. Um, that September 3rd show is day is stockpiled with shows. I'm looking at it. We got the N1 victory grand final. We have uh, uh, WWE Clash of the Castle. Uh, GCW has the Art of War Games 2. Um, That's not a real show. Oh, but there's actually a real, really good pay-per-view two-night pay-per-view the week prior to that. I believe that is NWA 74, night one, night two. I think that's definitely got to preview that that show, right, uh, Scotty? 
Scotty, Scotty, you turned off your video on accident. Scotty, the audio audio listeners can't hear this, but uh, you turned off your. Can you still hear me? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna click ask to unmute. Ask to unmute. All right, let's move on to the next bit here. Hey, Scotty, you're back. Do you want to talk about NWA? That's the next. No. Bit. <laughs> There's one thing worse than GCW is the NWA. Dude, but EC3 is gonna be in the NWA. Though I must give credit, GCW booked Magito. So NWA booked EC3. So I can tell which one's worse. Congratulations, <laughs> NWA. You guys suck. Uh, Impact Wrestling Emergence was last night. It was an Impact Plus show. Um, I disagree. You would disagree it was an Impact Plus show? Uh, no, I disagree. It was last night. Oh well. It was that. That's I. It's you said at the top. I'm only spitting straight facts here. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Impact Plus uh, happened uh, seemingly last night um, for Scotty this morning. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I watched the last three matches of the seven match show. Uh, did not get to see Bandito versus Ray Horus, but I've heard a lot of great things. People saying, "Sign this man to Bandito. Sign this man to Ray Horus." Uh, throwing their flowers, throwing their dollars, uh, and saying that this was 100% match of the night. So definitely got to check that out. But I want to shout them out nonetheless because uh, I've heard fantastic things um, from this show. Uh, or from that match, I should say. Uh, but yes, I only watched the last three matches. Scotty, did you watch any of this show? No. What are the last three matches? Um, do, you want to, do you want me to give you the card? Can you walk me through it? Um, sure, I could find it. All right. Um, the, the other matches that we, I did not get to see, Mike Bailey defeated Jack Evans to retain the X Division title. Violet by Design, Dean and Eric Young defeated Chris Sabin and Kushida. That's wild. Uh, Bandito defeated Ray Horos. Sammy Callahan defeated Steve Macklin in a no DQ match. See, having Deaner beat anyone is the reason that impact lost the relationship with new japan in the first place so don't do that again thank you yeah definitely gotta check out that match and see how that unfolded <laughs> to see the finish um, of that match okay so the last three matches they had back-to-back no disqualification matches what they did bro. that's true the only thing i know that happened from the show was after the knockouts title match it's because it made me happy so all right so Talk do you about. want me to break this down? Yeah. Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, Hikaleo, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin. Bullet Club versus Honor No More. I'm not reading it. Yeah, Bullet Club ended up losing this match. Um, uh, I believe it was Doc Gallows uh, just kind of just got destroyed by a bunch of people. The gimmick of this match was a no DQ match, but it was also if Bullet Club defeats Honor No More, that Honor No More can no longer be a part of Impact, which is a, a stipulation they've done a lot for Honor No More matches. Um, the other stipulation was that if Honor No More do win, then Matt Taven and Mike Bennett will be able to challenge Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson for the Impact Tag Team titles. And it was... Matt Taven and Mike Bennett that ended up pinning together at the same time Doc Gallows to get the win. So they are now going after the Impact World Tag Team titles. Um, This match was good bits, bad bits, right? I mean, good bits, Ace Dawson, Chris Bay doing fun stuff, Taven Bennett doing fun stuff. 
But then you also get like Doc Gallows and PCO doing a whole like in the crowd choke slam falling off of the crowd into a table spot, which you know I've seen a bunch of those throughout my lifetime, so it was whatever. Um, I don't know it. The ten man tag group. I think this is maybe the worst ten man tag I've seen. It was still fine. It was still good, but it was not the best. I don't know more ten man tag I've seen. I thought the Impact Against All Odds one with James Storm and Chris Harris was better uh, than this one, but uh, it is what it is. I think you know. I think the new DQ stuff was fine, but you know, at the end of the day, it's you still got like PCO and Doc Gallows like shuffling through the crowd, brawling, uh, and that was what it was. So, fine match, good match. I get not really a good match, cusp of a good match maybe. That's what I would say. Cusp of a good match. Cusp of a good match is what I would say. That's that's how you sell a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Impact Knockouts Championship. Jordan yes. Grace defending against the HBIC. Very good match. Marshall. Very good match. HBIC. Yes. yes, she does. Yes, she does. I am the HBIC. Yeah, the, her theme song. I didn't realize how much of a bop her theme song is. It was like, uh, what was it? Who, who's the H-B-I-C-Y-I-M? And I was like, oh, that's Yim. That's fun. I like that. <laughs> so good. Uh, this match was really good. Uh, the crowd was small, so the crowd wasn't like quite loud or anything during this match. It's like your typical Impact Knockouts title match where the crowd gets real quiet. Um, but this match was really good. I thought the two worked well together. Um Mia Yim sort of did a couple like kicks that the crowd booed, and I was like, "Oh, she might getting getting booed a little bit." Even though the crowd at times were cheering for her, very even crowd here. Um, there was a solid, some solid spots, you know, fighting on the outside, you know, fighting for a suplex. Mia Yim's going for a suplex. Jordan Grace rolls over, uh, tries to go for a powerbomb. Mia Yim can't let go. Jordan Grace just rips her off, runs, and just destroys her with a powerbomb. Really devastating powerbomb there. Looked really good. Um, Jordan Grace, I feel like, has gotten a lot better as a wrestler, too. Um, I feel like she's able to put it all together better, so I thought uh, that she was doing some good stuff as well. <laughs> what? What? That's a genuine... That's a genuine no, you, no, no, I just saw someone say, why if we spend money on Parker Bordeaux that could have been used for Bandito? <laughs> that's true. Uh, I haven't... Like I said, I didn't see the Bandito match, but I have to be thinking after... I, I imagine people were thinking after that is like, man, what if the alternate reality, if the the alternate reality of TK picking Bandito over Jonathan Gresham and how all of that would have, hung, you know, hung out, you know, turned into, Damn. you know, maybe Bandito is a part of Andrade and Roosh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. He was that he did have that black, you know, headdress and all that stuff. So I don't know. But Jordan Grace, me, I thought it was a very good match. Uh, Jordan Grace ended up winning, and the follow-up to it was very exciting for both you and I, Scotty. And that was Masha Slamovich came out um, uh, and is seemingly going after the Impact Knockouts title against Jordan Grace, so I'm excited about that match. Also, Masha Slamovich, weird makeup trick. She had, like, the red, like, weird splotchiness over her eye. Like the, she had, like, a Dante Leone look to her. Don't know what that was about. But uh, it doesn't matter because we get to see Masha Slamovich versus Jordan Grace at some point. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. 
No, Eli He's Drake good. is not in this promotion anymore, so that is illegal. As uh, illegal. All right, this is what I'm excited to hear about. Main event: mm-hmm. Josh Alexander defending the Impact World Championship against Alex Shelley. Yeah, so very good match. A uh, really good limb work uh, by Alex Shelley, as you would expect. Um, and Josh Alexander did a good job of defending and, and reacting to those things. I think Josh Alexander's selling could have been a bit better. This match, the problem with like limb work matches is that f- if it goes for 30 minutes, there are times in the match where you really feel the length of the match. You know? Uh, and at 30 minutes, you're starting to be like, all right, <laughs> all right, are we... Wrapping Wait, up how soon. long did it go? Twenty-seven minutes and twenty-nine seconds. It's a very, it was a very long match. It was good. It was good, but it, at a certain when I, that's what I mean. At, at a certain point, when you're doing limb work, it starts getting tiresome. Now the f- closing five minutes was really good, really good back and forth between Alexander and Shelley. Uh, you know, suplex, power bombs, uh, uh, whatever the you know. Uh, Blade Runner thing that Alex Shelley does, whatever that's called, into the Motor City stretch. That was good. Um, great stuff in the final five minutes. You know, I think if they shaved 10 minutes off this match, the match would have worked better for me. I think if Josh Alexander sell the arm a little bit more, he did a good job of selling the arm at the 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 final move, going for that C4 spike. You know, Josh Alexander going for like, you know, two-arm grip or whatever to do the lift him up into a power bomb. Instead, he changes his grip to do like on the wrist. So he's not like holding on to Alex Shelley at all. So he, it's just momentum. Lifts Alex Shelley, drops him. And it's so fluid. It's so beautiful. It looked devastating to Alex Shelley. It was just like, I'm going up and I'm back down and hitting my head on the floor and I'm dead. So it's just, that was a very good, last five minutes are really good this match. But the match itself was good, just a little too long for my liking. I think they trim it down, but ultimately I think it was still a good match. Yeah. Talk that shit. Yeah. So of the three matches I saw good stuff. I obviously we heard great things about Bandino versus Ray Horace. I have to imagine Mike Bailey versus Jack Evans was also good. Um, and Kushida was on this card. So it, again, I would, I mean, I, I, I can't say for certain cause we didn't watch all the matches, but again, Scotty, I think, Feel like the impact pay per view streak continues, you know. Delivered. I, delivered. I, there's an element of delivered here. It wasn't, you know, the three matches I saw didn't suck. So I can't, I can't hit him with the streak is over. No, I, I don't think the streak is over. I do now. I think it's on the cusp. I think maybe on the, the three matches I saw, maybe on the cusp, but I think it's still delivered. I think it's still You're delivered. Expecting Bandito and Ray Horse to make sure it doesn't, and Mike Bailey and Jack Evans. Yeah, that's that's and and of course Deaner. You know, you got to give a shout out to the old right, Dean man. Of course, right? Of course. Um, sure. But yeah, uh, so I'm excited to watch the rest of this show. Want to hear something funny? What's that? So the Japan's doing like this um, show today where they're announcing the top 50 most popular wrestlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, oh, it, of Japan. I presume there's not gonna be like and, Roman Reigns number one, and I just want everyone to know that Unagi Sayaka is number twenty nine. Oh, hot damn! In all of Japan. Oh, I'm I'm seeing the I'm seeing the top fifteen uh, in front of me. Where's the top fifteen? Uh, Syrian 
Syrian tweeted. I'll get, here we go. Here we get ready. No, no, I want to see it myself. I, I was going to give it to you. Oh, okay. All right. You're going to tell me on live on air. Yeah, live on air. So number 15. I know who 13 is. Number 15, Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number 14, Kota Ibushi. Eh, that's, that one's kind of interesting. That one's kind of interesting. Number 13, Mayu Iwatani. You got there, Mike. Number 12, Zack Sabre Jr. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's I expect most of this to be New Japan. Uh, number 11, Starlight Kid. Yeah, I told you. Never never shocks me anymore. Which Starlight Kid is the highest Joshi wrestler on the list. Never fails. Which is wild. It, it kind of, I mean, kind of wild to me that's how popular Starlight Kid it's has gotten in the, the course popular. of the year. It's the most popular every list they ever released. It's that so might be fun. true. Uh, number 10, Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not I want to see who these top these ten people are that she's un- under because like if they're all like legendary wrestlers, it's not a bad spot for a twenty year old. That's true. Uh so number ten, this is the top ten now, Minoru Suzuki. Number nine, Jay White. Uh-huh. Number eight, Shingo Takagi. Uh-huh. Number seven, okay. Will Ospreay. Okay. Number six, El Desperado. Oh, oh nice. That's a pretty high spot for El Despi. That is. Number five, Hiromu. Okay. Solid. That's not shocking. Here we go. I, we see, all, Dar- we... I see Daryl all the time. I don't know if this is going to be surprising or should be higher for you. Uh, number four, Muto. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> and then number three, I think this is all obvious. Number three, Naito. Number two, Tanahashi. Number one, Okada. So, so what you're telling me is the only people more popular than Starlight Kid are either legends or like the mo- the biggest wrestlers in New Japan. <laughs> Correct. The main event scene of New Japan. It's the it's That's the, it. The biggest wrestlers of New Japan, a legend in Suzuki and Muto, and then like the the top stars of uh, junior divisions as well. That is insane. Yeah. And she's like, everyone yeah. just think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Everyone above her on this list is like 12 years older at minimum. Yeah. Uh, Jay White's 10, I think. But like, that's insane. It's a good list. It's a good list. Solid list. Tani's in there. So that's what matters. Yeah. I didn't see the, obviously the top 30. So I don't know where Utami is. Utami was 28. 28. And then 29 was. Um, uh yeah, sayaka Sayakamitani was 27 oh sayaka was 27 oh then oh unagi was, was 27 28 29 mm, who was 30 i don't know um stardom's like slowly posting them all right now mm. so i'm not getting the full message i'm gonna say number uh, 30 is yoshi hashi it's probably more popular yoshi hashi. Oh, i can't tell is he more popular than utami hayashishida Hey man, I don't who know. I, who am I to say? Can't I can't <laughs> can't decide. I <laughs> can't decide. I uh, hope not. Um. Well, I guess we'll we'll find out. You'll look. You'll look. You'll investigate. You'll investigate those results. Yeah. Who? Who is that? Is that Tokyo Sports? Is this via Tokyo Sports or something? I have no idea. Who this is <laughs> I just said like, oh, it's Japan voted again. Is who? Who? It's <laughs> the <laughs> official general election series of T- TV Asahi. TV Asahi. Okay, so if New Japan didn't have the top ten, it would have been a joke. Yeah. Sonata Sonata was 
number 24. Mm-hmm. Who is this? I need to Google Translate real quick. Oh, I see. Give me a second. Get him coming live. Uh, at- uh, Marafuji was number 25. All right. All right. Makes sense. Makes these, sense. these are all people that make sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would, I would have to look at last year's list to see real comparisons, you know? I don't. I think this is the first time they did it. I feel like they've done this before. I feel like I've heard of this. Well, the Tokyo before. Sport does it. Oh, uh, that's true. That's very true. Um, well, maybe we'll get uh, moving forward. We'll look, be able to look at that and compare because Satoshi uh, Kojima was number twenty six. Uh, interesting. Okay, so so the stardom is literally just losing to legends in New Japan. Correct. Correct. That's not that. That makes sense. And they're still beating a solid New Japan gr- group. Um, they beat Ibushi. They beat Ibushi. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the G1 Climax Finals. Um, so the final final uh, of the G1 Climax is happening next Thursday while you are gone, Scotty. Um, happening on the 18th, the, this upcoming Thursday. But the block finals uh, that is typically showcasing some... These block finals typically showcase in past histories of the G1 Climax who is probably going to win the whole thing or yada, yada, who's going to win the blocks. Um, so we have an idea maybe uh, of who's going to win said blocks and when that happens. Um, so I have the final block matches of night 18, which is happening this Tuesday on the 16th with points. I, with, you know what's so funny about points. this? I don't know anyone's points. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's not, not too surprising. Now this I'm is also three days behind. This is the points, uh, point totals of not t- everything up to not today. Um, so you don't have today's. I didn't have, did not have today's uploaded into that that point total thing here. But oh for the most part, it doesn't. God. For the most part, it doesn't really change anything. Um, so let's talk about it. So this is uh, the night, the block A sections of that final block matches. We have Jonah with six points, who is eliminated, versus Bad Luck Fale. With four points, who was eliminated. Jonah's eliminated? Jonah, uh, yeah. Jonah, so Jonah... How did he get eliminated? Uh, because he only has six points. Okada has eight points. So, it's he, if, you know, let's he say... He beat Okada. He beat Okada. So, if he, if he wins, he gets tied with Okada. But if Okada loses, right, and doesn't get any more points, then Lance Archer, who Okada's facing, will have eight points, which oh. tie with Jonah's as well. But Lance Archer has oh. defeated Jonah. Lance Archer has defeated Jonah, so Jonah is eliminated uh, versus Bad Luck Fale for four points. How many matches do they each have? Left. Oh, you didn't do you didn't count today's, right? No, I did not count today's. Um, for the most part, many people. I only lost once, right? Who? Yes, Okada only lost once. There. Yes, Okada only lost once. Uh, and that's the other match. Uh, it's going to be uh, Kazuchika Okada with eight points versus Lance Archer. Lance Archer with six points. Um, that is pretty much going to decide the block. If Lance Archer wins, then he ties with Okada, but he has the match win over uh, over Okada. Uh, there's also Cobb that's facing Tom Lawler the night previous. If Cobb wins, he gets eight points, and Cobb has a win over Archer, but not a win over Okada. So Cobb is also kind of in there. But really, it's Okada, Lance Archer, and Jeff Cobb are really okay, your uh, your picks here. Got it. Cool. Yeah, Okada's probably gonna win. 
Yeah, because also this is also the final block matches, so it's probably Okada's going to win. Uh, block B, very easy. Uh, you have Ishii versus Sonata. Ishii has two points, so he's eliminated. Sonata has six points, so he's eliminated. Uh, so you just have that kind of match. Uh, then you also have Tama Tonga versus Jay White. Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga has eight points. Uh, uh, but I believe he is. Yes. Jay White uh, no. Tama Tonga is actually eliminated. This is actually a thing. Today, technically, he actually got eliminated um, because I am doing the points. This is the part. I am doing the points of today's things, but I saw that Tama Tonga only has one match left, and it's against Jay White. Um, Jay White had two matches left against Tama Tonga and Taichi. For Tama Tonga to win the block, Jay White have to lose his two matches. So I was like, okay, did Jay White lose? Wait, why? Uh... Because Tamatonga would win, beat Jay White, and have 10 points. Jay White would have to lose both of his matches to tie at 10 points with Tamatonga. Tamatonga would have beaten Jay White, so he gets the overall block win. So How many J- points does Jay White have right now? Jay White has 10 with two matches left. Jay White has, Jay White has one. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. He Jay- doesn't have two matches left. He has one match left. He's yeah, undefeated. He only has six total. Wikipedia is wrong. He has he so, has so Tama Tonga is very much alive. Yeah, because it says he has eight, he has eight match wins and he has ten points. That doesn't make any sense. Wikipedia no. is incorrect. You're, you are right. You are right. Um, he did. Jay White did beat Taichi. So you're right. It is. It comes down to whether or not Tama Tonga can defeat Jay White or not, and that will def- who, that will decide block B. Tamatonga would be higher on the card than Sonata. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? So yeah, that's block B, Jay White versus Tamatonga. That's the decider. You're correct. Um, so we all, I mean, we all surmised that Tamatonga would probably win that one as sort of a redemption thing, but also we're talking Tamatonga winning the block here against Okada. It's a choice. Yeah, and we have to remember it will be Okada, presumably. Versus either it'll be Okada, Cobb, or Archer versus Tamatanga or Jay White. That is the that's the thing. Um. Anyways, moving on. We have uh. Well, hmm. should we say not moving on? What do you think? What do you think? What are the chances? Who are we going to see in that final? And who do you think is going to win that side of the blocks? Um, Okada versus Tamatanga with Okada winning. Really. Really? And then Tamatanga getting a title shot down the line? Well, because I don't know if they want to do Okada J. White that quickly again. That's true. Especially if Okada might win the whole thing. There's no point in doing that yeah, match. Though I would not have him win the whole thing, but yes. So we're thinking Tamatanga wins. Yeah. Tamatanga versus Okada. The finals. Yeah. And then and then maybe we do a title challenge of Tamatanga versus Jay White at some point. Look at Tamatanga, huh? Look at look at this man getting getting some points, getting some wins, presumably. Yeah. Has me I'm blocked on Twitter because I said a match of his was boring. Hey, Frankie Kazarian also has me blocked on Twitter for the same reason I learned recently. Some people just can't take it, you know. Um, uh, block. It wasn't, like Chase, it wasn't like a Chase Owens situation where I was like, screw this guy. That's true. That's true. Uh, block C, we have Goto, six points, and is eliminated, I believe. Now I have everything in question. Versus Evil, who has four points, and who is also pretty much eliminated. 
Um, uh, but then the block decider pretty much is Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. Naito has six points. Zack Sabre Jr. has eight points, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what will make this more of a block decider is if both... Uh, basic- oh, Tanahashi, you bitch. Tana- for both of them, for this match to be a block decider, Tanahashi yeah. has to lose the Kenta. <laughs> if Tanahashi wins, he gets eight points. <laughs> Zach, he would tie Zack Sabre Jr. And Tanahashi would have a win over Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito. So then it would I'm be... So conflicted. Tanahashi would have to beat Kenta and... Uh, Naito will have to beat Zack Sabre Jr. for Tanahashi to win the block. I'm so conflicted. Zack Sabre Jr. pretty much just needs to win the block uh, or win this I match. I do not want that man to win the block. And Naito needs to win this match and have Tanahashi lose to Kenta, which that match is on Sunday. Come on, man. And we're all suspect, same thing with Tamatanga, we're all suspecting Kenta to win that match, I think. Uh, so we're come talking on. block decided. Why? I mean, why can't I get what I want? <laughs> Great question, Scotty. Great question. If I got what I want, Hiroshi Tanahashi should be winning. But also, I like Kenta, and I don't want Zack And you also have Naito, who is doing this sort of. Naito's winning. I think Naito wins the block. Yeah, so that means Tanahashi loses, He's... and then Naito beats Saber. To tie Saber and uh and uh beat have the windfall victory of him. God damn it. Yeah. Uh. So we're thinking Naito. I mean Tanahashi maybe. If he beats Kenta, he he pretty much wins it. If Tanahashi beats Kenta, we're having a party. If Tanahashi beats Kenta, then Zack Saber Jr. has to beat Naito. Or Naito will be playing a spoiler. I hope Naito plays spoiler. That we'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, we also have for Block D. This is all up in the air because for Block D, uh, four people have six points. <laughs> so it is really up in the air for this entire block. Um, you have one match, which is Shingo versus El Fantasmo. El Fantasmo has four points, but he's essential. I. He's essentially eliminated. I'm not going to figure out how he can get a win because I'm just betting that between Yujiro Takahashi, David Finley, and Shingo Takagi, and Will Ospreay, one of those four people get a win, which will put El Fantasma out of contention. So he's essentially eliminated, but he's going Yujiro up. got eliminated today. Oh, did he? Uh, he yeah. lost to Kenta? Shingo. No, sorry. Uh, Shingo. I think he lost to Shingo. Yeah. Yes, he lost yeah. to Shingo. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can see Wikipedia is actually actively uploading updating. updating itself um so that's maybe why i'm getting confused here um so then you have shingo he has six points uh he basically needs like finley to lose to yoshihashi um because david finley has to face yoshihashi which is on sunday um if yoshi if finley wins he has eight points and he'll have and he would tie with anyone else that beats him but the only other people that could beat him maybe or tie with him would be yujiro shingo or osprey and Finley has wins over Shingo, over Osprey, and uh, not a win over Yujiro Takahashi. So Yujiro has the chance to win, be the block winner, I guess. Uh, so but we just said losing. we just said he got eliminated, so that's pretty much so it for Finley's him. Finley's losing. So Finley 
Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, I could see, I could see him winning the block, but I don't know. He's losing. Uh, the other match you have, he because he's also not wrestling here. So that's if if he wins, then these last two matches don't matter. Right. But that would be pointless. So he's probably going to lose. It'd be pretty funny though. It would yeah, it would be like oh great, two more matches that don't matter. Uh, so we got Shingo versus ELP. We're pr- probably Finley's going to lose. So uh, this comes down to really Shingo and Osprey. Osprey is facing Juice. Um, uh, Juice again four points, essentially eliminated. Osprey has six points. Uh, obviously, like we said, he needs Finley to lose against Yoshihashi, and then of course he also needs Shingo to lose to El Fantasmo. Juice, 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 juice. So this match, Block D, is going to come down to whether or not Shingo or Osprey win their uh, respective matches. If Shingo wins, uh, he wins the whole thing. If Osprey wins, he needs Shingo to lose. He needs Finley to lose, and then Osprey can win it. So I think Shingo is probably going to win. I think Shingo has the best bet. I can see Juice playing spoiler over Osprey so that we can do the U.S. title match. Uh, that's what we suspected from the beginning. Uh, that would mean we're thinking maybe Okada versus Tamatanga, and then probably Naito versus Shingo. What are your thoughts on those block finals, those I'm gonna, semifinals? I'm going to jokingly blow my brains out that I have to watch Okada versus Naito again. Um, but, <laughs> but alas, they'll have a great final, and it'll be wonderful, and it'll be excellent. So I don't know what you're talking about. I think the I think we're going to get Tamatanga versus Tetsuya Naito as the G1 f- Climax 32 final. That would be a move. That would definitely be a move. <laughs> That'd be what? Are you kidding me? Are everyone you... would be like, "You're you're joking," because you know everyone watches the G1 to get to the great, you know, all timer final. Yeah, especially after last year where they lost it because Ibushi got hurt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, kidding, man. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Now I want Tamatanga to win. Tamatanga. <laughs> Beats Okada, <laughs> first of all. Beats, beats the champion Jay White and then beats Okada uh, to then face Naito. That would be a wild move. Um, yeah, they're really teasing the idea of Naito versus Okada again. Which, I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, we've seen it, what, four times this year already? I want to say four times? Maybe three? Maybe five? Uh, this will be the fourth time. This presumably, if this match is happening, this would be the fourth time. Is what you're saying? Yeah. What? How do you feel about potential? I mean, we haven't seen it a bit, but uh, how do you feel about potentially a fourth match between these two this year? It's kind of dumb. Hmm. I think. Um. I don't. I don't know why you would do four of the same singles match when you have options. Um. And and not only is it the same singles match you have now taken up two of your major shows so wrestling Dontaku and the g1 climax final with the same match mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't know i guess that would make a lot of sense to me was they did they also do the anniversary show for some reason they did, no they did the um it was called the New Year's Golden Series. That's what it was. They did that. They did the New Japan Cup as well. 
they also did that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that match. No. No, I I don't. Um I wish it was I wish the final was I would say anything else. Are we gonna say Okada Okada Shingo? That would be great. I'd be fine with seeing that again. Yeah. It's, I haven't seen it as recent, so like it would be the third time in the past year, but it's better than third time in six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, so we're thinking maybe Okada Shingo, maybe Okada Naito, and then who's... I think Naito's winning. The whole thing? Um, Yeah, I do. Really? So we're looking at Okada. You're it's thinking we're looking at... Okada, we're looking at Okada like, Naito, and then Naito it's... versus Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Has that match happened before? I don't know. <laughs> you just said it, and I was like, hmm, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Hold as on. As we as we run to Cage. <laughs> it ha- it's had to happen at least once. Maybe like a G1 or something? An IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. At, oh, yeah. When Naito beat uh, him for the double gold dash. Mm. Oh, yeah, because they feuded for the Intercontinental. And they fought once in the G1. I remember that match being good, I think. Yeah. Well, interesting. I think it'd be even better now because Jay White's such a dick and like everyone loves Naito so much. Yeah. So and Naito has bad knees. And Naito does have bad and bad eyes. And bad, bad eyes. eyes. He can't bad see, eyes. he can't walk. I don't know what he's doing over here. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I wonder if they're how they're gonna figure out the second title match this year. So if we do Naito versus Jay White, yeah, how many Wrestle Kingdoms are there this year? I hate asking that question. Is it seven? two or three? Seven? There's seven Wrestle Kingdoms this year? God I think damn. there's I think there will be two. There's a whole I tour. Think. A whole tour of Wrestle Kingdoms. I don't know if they've officially announced how many Wrestle Kingdoms we're having. So Tetsuya Naito and Jay White have faced each other three times. G1 Climax 2019 with Jay White beating Naito. Uh, Destruction Kobe, where Jay White beat Naito for for the IC title. Oh my god! And then Wrestle Kingdom 14 of Naito beating Jay White. Have you seen the historic crossover ticket prices? No, are they huge? Is that the that's the Stardom New Japan show, correct? Yeah. Front row seat is a hundred and fifty thousand yen. What's the conversion? I'll uh, give you a second. 150,000. I someone told me it was a lot. No, nope, not what I said. Not 150. 1,124 dollars. <sighs> That's a lot. Uh, second row is a hundred thousand yen. That's a lot. That's so much money. Third row is 70,000. They it says with gifts, you get gifts, so a chair. You get a chair. Um, you get a you thirty thousand yen for arena A, fifteen thousand yen for arena B, terrace seat for fifteen thousand yen. Oh my god, this is expensive. It's a historic show. That's how they sell it. It's a historic crossover. That's how they're selling the show. I mean, it makes sense. You're the two biggest. Sorry, Dragon Gate. You're the two biggest promotions in Japan coming together for a show. So I guess that makes sense. Well, I hope they do well. I hope they do well. So yeah, they wanted to lower the prices so that they can sell it out. When is that? When is that show? By the way, November. November. 
a ways to go. That's November 20th, looks like. Ways to go before that show. Ways to go. So G1 Climax, you're thinking Okada, Naito, and then Naito winning the whole thing, Naito White. I'm thinking, I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, go with something different. I mean, I would like Even to though s- you ended up saying, Because uh, I started to think that probably... Uh, Naito Okada would probably be... Or Naito White would probably be the good match. I would like to see Shingo versus Okada, right? I think that match would be slap full, uh, be great. <laughs> um, slap full, slap full. Yeah, it's my it's my parody fightful account. Uh, slap full, um, and then and then uh, Okada White at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm, Shingo White versus at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yeah, multiple nights. So who cares? Um, <laughs> that was the best. That was phenomenal. Yeah, multiple nights. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's the, the the moment they did multiple nights. It's now it's just you like know, here's the problem. With multiple nights. All right, we we need to have a conversation here. Sure. They don't know how to book it. They book it the same every year. They do. Oh, new champion night one, and then another and challenger. Yeah. And another challenger, and they win. Every, they've done it two years in a row now. Pretty much three. Like, yeah. The f- they they have not yet established like the. Well, I was I was gonna say a mid card title may event main eventing one Wrestle Kingdom, right. and right. then uh, the world title main eventing night two. If uh-huh. we did that, we're talking maybe like Osprey versus. I don't know David Finley as a main event. That that's not a main event. That's not a main event at all. Osprey versus Juice versus Finley triple threat main event. That's a shut off the TV, please. Yeah, I mean, well, I think I think I think that match would be good, but it's just not. No, it's not. It's no, not Wrestle. Here's what they. It's not do. Wrestle Kingdom main event. That's what it I'm saying. It should be Will Osprey and Shingo because they literally have. They just they just gave you a reason to do it. Yeah. That's a, that I think that's a main event for Wrestle Kingdom. I think so. And then the night ha- two you can do. It has been a Wrestle Kingdom main event. What am I saying? It has been a Wrestle Kingdom main event. No, it hasn't. Shingo th- and Will Ospreay have not made event for Wrestle Kingdom. I thought it was. I thought they evented last year's. That was Wrestling Dotaku. No. Like classic confusion of mixing up Wrestling Dotaku <laughs> and Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. You hate uh, you hate to see it happen. Shit. Uh, shit. Well, because wasn't uh, it wasn't they doing a a, a gold dash thing where because Osprey was the world champion and then there was interim world champion. We and then, literally watched that this year. I know that's what I'm saying. Wasn't that this yeah, year? Yeah, Shingo versus Okada, and then it was Okada versus Osprey. Did that's you not was... watch the match? I did watch it. I don't have I don't have your WrestleMania 23 like memory. <laughs> okay, well this is Wrestle Kingdom this year memory. Oh God, I'm failing. I'm not a historian. Um, I'm not. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so aggressive about it. I'm not a historian. I think man. that's what they should do, though. And, no, you know what they should do? They have a IWGP Women's Title to main event night one. There you go. There we go, baby. Starlight Kid versus Mayu. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's I, your, I, I. There's your show stealer. I'm. Good I'm luck. Good luck, Jay White and Naito. I'm putting all the money on, on that uh, Starlight Kids wearing that title, by the way. I will take you up on your bet. I, I'm putting all my money on that. She's absolutely teaming with Desperado in that show. Yeah, that's also true. 
I don't know. Unless El Desperado is also challenging for the women's title in a tag match. <laughs> mixed tag. Do mixed tag titles. Ooh. Mixed tag titles? Starlight Kid and El Desperado versus um, uh, Fukigen Death and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Death, Death, Fukigen Death. Uh, Shuri came in 20th. Shuri. Anyway. And June Kasai came in 19th. Hmm, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. So G1 Climax, Wrestle Kingdom, around the corner. Uh, final block matches are going to be on Tuesday with the G1 Climax Finals Finals happening on Thursday. Typically, No they, way! Typically, they have some sort of title matches, so we maybe will also have something. <laughs> maybe we'll do like Osprey versus Juice or something for the U.S. title on Thursday. What are you reacting to? Uh, the 21st. Of oh the twenty first person, yeah. Who's Great Ocon? Great Ocon, baby. Hiya! And he's dude. I wanted I want someone to cut uh the video of Great Ocon doing. Oh, the I got I chops. got you twenty second and twenty third right here. Oh, here we go. What do we got? One second. I'm trying. Oh, to... you so you don't have it right there. <laughs> tai Chi. Tai Chi. All right. Twenty second. All right. Twenty third. And sorry, I got everything I have to translate. Kenny Omega. Still wild how how high is. Maybe it's, maybe it's not Despite that wild. Not being around and for years, for three years, he's yeah. still in the top twenty-five. He's the only wrestler based in the U.S. I think that's in the top fifty. I mean, I guess technically Jay White is based in the U.S., but I know I know what you're saying. You mean as a. Not. No, like, okay, well, he works for New Japan, you asshat. Yeah, so, anyways. Does Kenny uh, Omega work with New Japan right now? No. No, what he does not. Want? I want someone online to take the video of Great Khan doing the Mongolian chops. Uh, but, yeah! but he, but he, But we cut out the audio and replace it with Miss Piggy doing the karate sign. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's just Great Khan going like, Hoi! <laughs> <laughs> That is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, Scotty, I'm going to give you a minute to recover and plug the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Countout Pod. we got great content there. Three tiers, $3, $5, and $10. We greatly appreciate the support. Uh, we... Uh, we just released um, episode two of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything, which was CM Punk versus John Cena. Great Khan having Miss Piggy's head. Great Patreon. It's two episodes of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. Next episode is coming out, I believe, next Monday. I want to double check. Yes, next episode will be coming out uh, the 22nd. Uh, so, you know, join the Patreon and you can get... It's pretty much every every month you're going to get roughly uh, two, maybe three episodes of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. So, well worth. That's the $5 tier is what that's in. Of course, we got other tiers. So, that's the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. We greatly appreciate it. Scotty, anything to plug... Anything to plug match-wise? What is your match of the week? Oh, man. Along with anything to plug. 
Um, yeah, you can uh, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, except for the except yeah. for the next week. Except well, the- I have an interview coming out Monday, so you should still follow. Um, I won't be in. I won't be near my computer that day, but it's already scheduled. It's already set to release. Mm-hmm. You've been hyping um, it on Twitter too. Yeah, I, I'm going on record to say it's the best written interview yet mm-hmm. by by a sizable margin. Um, I think I think it's very in depth for you know having the barrier, obviously, of okay, it's a Japanese wrestler, um, of you know not being you know you have to not you can't go back and forth like you'd want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was exactly how I hoped for. I think they read the questions beforehand. Like they read them before just going one by one. Yeah. And that's how it was played off instead mm-hmm. of, so it kind of was like that going back and forth as you'd hope. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. And that's coming out where? Uh, Fightful.com. Fightful. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm starting to realize I write for very few people now. All of a sudden, I fight for them. I fight for them. I don't fight for anyone. You st- fight for myself. <laughs> fight for my right to party. Um, and uh, no, I don't. I only write for like them. Voice is wrestling us consistently now. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, my match of the week is Miyu Yamashita versus Miyu Watanabe from the semifinals of the Tokyo Princess Cup. Yes, 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 yeah. That was what this morning, I think. Yeah, I, I learned what it feels like to uh, have have someone win when they should over me, Yamashita. Mm. That's my shot at last year, not getting my Maki to win. But th- I'm still emotionally broken. I thought that was a shot at Thunder Rosa for a second. No, no, me, Yamashita should have beaten Thunder Rosa. Um, I am going to plug me, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nicey. Um, me, Thunder Rosa and me, you actually follow me on Twitter. They're my friends. Ryan. Whoa. Whoa. My apologies. How dare you say that? How dare you slander? Then Thunder we, because you're friends of, because you're friends of Thunder Rosa. Should we get her on the podcast? I don't know if I have that power. <laughs> oh, that pull <laughs> to go through TK himself. Uh, let's get Mike Maki Ito on the podcast then. This interview with Maki oh. on the Ring Post Radio. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nights. You can follow the show at Count Pod. My match of the week is going to be. We didn't really talk about it. Talk about the show. We did talk about the show. We didn't talk about this match specifically. And I'm going to shout out Andre Andrade and Roosh versus Penta Oscuro and Ray Phoenix Tornado Tag Match. I thought that match was really, really, really good. Uh, I thought that match was fantastic. Um, I Roosh is doing good. I'm not a big Roosh fan, but uh, he's been doing pretty good. I'm a good. big Roosh fan. If he's going, then he's good. Just it's rare that he's ever going. They, they've <laughs> they've done a good job of Roosh where I'm like into what he's been doing lately. Uh, Ring of Honor, I was like super over and I was just like, I don't care about Roosh. Uh, and I'm, I'm there. Pre- oh, you have to remember who he was wrestling in Ring of Honor. PCO. Exactly. Uh, Dog Castle. Exactly. Um, no, keep proving my point. I enjoy it. Try to remember other it. other Roosh matches. All right, I'm about to I'm about to drop some knowledge on you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. He's gonna WrestleMania 23 me. 20. He's gonna WrestleMania 23 and me me. 
No, I'm looking at cage match. I'm not doing any of that. No. Um, uh, Brody King. Don't remember. Mark that. Haskins. Really? Really? Shane Taylor. All right. Jay Lethal. Sure. I don't remember any yeah. of these matches. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. Um, Silas Young. Sure. Are these like when he had the world title? These are the two times he had the world title. These are all the people he faced while being world champion. Mm-hmm. Matt Taven. Sure, yeah, of course. Jeff Cobb. Right. I don't in, in England. <laughs> I don't remember any of these matches. <laughs> Jeff and Cobb. PCO. So uh yeah, eat one, buddy, for blaming him. <laughs> How dare you? He wrestled like the TNA roster. What do you want him to do? I mean that's fair. Mark Haskins? Are you kidding me? I forgot that. And you're blaming Roosh? You're blaming Roosh? Look, man. It's Roosh. No, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh, no. I sent him off. I didn't mean this. NWA sucks. <laughs> <laughs> End the show. This has been a Countout Podcast.